0: Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Iman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got a good episode for you today, two recent contract announcements. For uh, not the St. Louis Blues, but teams that could have implications for the Blues in more than one way. That being Sean Couturier of the Philadelphia Flyers and Andrei Shechnikov of the Carolina Hurricanes. Could have Tarasenko trade implications, could have future contract implications for the Blues. So we're going to be getting into that. We're also going to be spending a little bit of time talking about the NHL 22 gameplay pay- game trailer and in our history playing the NHL video games. And closing it out with... Uh, a Jaden Schwartz story, a little bit more of a, a somber news uh, with that one, but not till the end of the episode. So stay tuned for the good stuff at the beginning there. But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know about a new feature of the Locked On NHL group, and that is the top 50 players. Who are the season's top 50 NHL players? Find out who locked, uh, find out on the Locked On NHL podcast, Joe Diabasi, Mike Stefano, and Rachel Donner. Reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts, including me and Tommy, across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that way you never miss an episode. Tommy and I have some opinions on that. You'll be seeing those soon when the list gets revealed. But before that, Tommy, first things first here, we got to talk about these two contracts, both for, I believe, eight years and $7.75 AAV. Sean Couturier with the Flyers, Andre Svechnikov with the Hurricanes. Before we get into what this means for the Blues, what do you think of those contracts? What do you think of those players? Well, I
0: think right off the jump, I mean, both are two very talented players, so getting them locked up and solidified for both respective teams uh, is huge for the Hurricanes and the Flyers. But I did not realize that Svechnikov was only 21 years old, so it seems like he's going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the NHL. Uh, for years to come and having him locked up obviously uh, pays dividends for the hurricane success. Couturier, I feel like is very similar to Ryan O'Reilly. All bias aside, I think Ryan O'Reilly is the better hockey player, but Couturier is 28 years old. Ryan O'Reilly is 30. Uh, So by the time Ryan O'Reilly's contract is up, he'll be 31, 32. I could be looking at, I don't think he's gonna be looking at the same numbers because obviously he's making seven and a half right now. And Should be due for a raise. I'm thinking the years could potentially be right around the same ballpark in terms of the contract ending at the same time. So maybe he doesn't ask for eight years, but I think this is most likely going to be the last big contract he signs before things kind of start to take a dip for his production. So I I would expect him to not necessarily take the Blues out to the shed, but I I do think he is going to want to get um, a pay raise here and I do think he's going to want to sign for a substantial term so I I think the Couturier is a good projection contract maybe as like a floor uh, for what we can expect from Ryan O'Reilly in 2023. It's, it's
1: interesting because I think a lot of people looked at the defenseman contracts that were being give, given out this offseason and myself included and assumed that the forwards were going to follow a similar trajectory we were going to be seeing big contracts given out to forwards and Honestly, both of these contracts are gonna turn into bargains, I think. Um Keturier was drastically underpaid on his last deal, so that's why I think you could already argue that this contract is a bargain, regardless of whether or not he ages gracefully into it. The fact that he was making as little as he was making on his previous contract means that you can kinda of pay him whatever on this new one and feel okay with it. And then like Tommy, you said Andre Svechnikov is twenty one and it's already he's already playing worth his contract and he's Still a couple years away from his prime. So, who knows how good that contract is going to look in a few years down the line. And another example of that is Jordan Cairo. He's obviously going to be a little bit older than Svechnikov when he's signing his next contract, but it is in the same offseason that O'Reilly will be signing a new deal. So, you can kind of say, maybe best case scenario, Jordan Cairo establishes himself in a way that Andre Svechnikov did this season and the season before that and is looking at somewhat of a similar deal. Uh, moving down the line. But I think it's nice to know that we aren't seeing these big $9, $10 million contracts being given out to elite forwards like we were seeing given out to elite defensemen. You know, those are still reserved for sort of the franchise players. And as much as it's unfortunate that the Blues don't have one of those at the moment, it's nice to know that they're not going to be dishing out $10 million on a forward down the line unless some some forward uh, gets a massive payday that sort of changes the precedent there. But as of right now, it's nice to know that 7.5 7.5 right now for O'Reilly and in Tarasenko is sort of looking like the ballpark for players of those calibers and I still believe that the Blues aren't really overpaying any players on this roster too drastically which is always a good position to be
0: in right and I agree with that but also to play devil's advocate and kind of uh push to the flip side of that uh so Svechnikov obviously He's a very talented player, very young still, Uh, doesn't have a massive resume. He's only been in the league for three years, so there is potential he could possibly fall off and not produce at the same degree that they expect him to, but locking him up for this long and essentially buying into this guy, uh, you're taking that risk that towards the end of this contract, probably the end half of this contract, uh, he'll well be out playing the salary that he's making. And I feel like for the blues, uh, like you were talking about, they do such a good job of not handcuffing themselves with salaries and doing bridge deals, especially with guys like Robert Thomas potentially, fingers crossed, that gets done soon. Sounds like it'll be a one year uh, according to people close to the situation and the amount of time that it's taken. But with Jordan Cairo essentially giving him a bridge deal as well, I think if he continues to produce and and develop kind of on the path that he's on right now being in a bridge deal and then coming to the end of it if he's lighting the world on fire and turning into a top six talent top three talent I think that could kind of push the Blues into a difficult situation especially like you said Ryan O'Reilly is a free agent the same offseason and they have to deal with contract negotiations with Ryan O'Reilly and then whether or not to pay Jordan Cairo a big payday because he's excelling and playing at a level that superstar status potentially, I think that could be a problem for Doug Armstrong. I mean, but then again, that is the antithesis
1: of a bridge deal. That's why players are, you know, it's on Cairo to to prove himself. And, and but the Blues wouldn't have signed him to a bridge deal if they weren't, if they weren't, if they were worried that he had that. Not to say that they don't think he has that potential, but I do think that it's that Doug Armstrong knew what he was doing with a bridge deal. Like I don't think that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but you're de- you're definitely right. You're definitely Like, right. I
0: I'm not saying that Doug Armstrong's wrong for not signing jo- Jordan Cairo to a lucrative deal by any means, but I think there's two edges of the coin here. And for the Hurricanes, and it's not the same player, obviously, but there's potential that Jordan Cairo could kind of end up in a situation to where Svechnikov was at this off season is like whether you pay this guy a huge amount of money or kind of hedge your bets and see what happens and reduce the term and all of that stuff you know what tommy speaking of hedging your bets we'll we'll continue this discussion in a moment but you mentioned
1: that and I, that means i gotta tell everyone at home about bet online it's that time of year again and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season and as always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season, get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open right now at Bet Online. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. That is a risk-free bet, ladies and gentlemen. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't forget to wait, or don't wait, and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season bet online you're on online sportsbook experts and don't forget to use that promo code locked on and if you want to watch the games you're betting on well then you need to check out direct tv stream does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows and you're watching sports highlights on your phone and plus you've got your neighbor's best friends cousins login information for the good stuff well i want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment for you without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together, and that's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part is there is no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device is required, and content varies by package. All right, Tommy, before we get into uh, talking about everyone's favorite video game, the EA NHL series, what are your closing thoughts on this whole bridge deal? Jordan Cairo, Ryan O'Reilly situation. Do you think that these two contracts given out today speak positively on the future of the blues in terms of giving out contracts to Cairo and O'Reilly, or are you a little bit concerned now with the precedent being set for not only young dynamic players, but also players in their prime that could play a good two-way game.
0: I hope that Jordan Cairo reaches superstar status uh, and puts Doug Armstrong in that kind of difficult position but also the Couturier contract when you put it up next to uh, the defenseman contracts that we saw this offseason like you were talking about uh, it's not as lucrative and it's not as eye-opening like I feel like that is essentially what Couturier should be around making for that amount of term so that gives me hope that the Blues will forego their past struggles with <laughs> re-signing captains and will bring uh, Ryan O'Reilly back to finish out his career with the St. Louis Blues. It's a good problem
1: to have, like you said, like, oh, no, what if Jordan Cairo starts pl- playing like an elite player and we, we have to pay him a lot of money? Oh, dear, what a shame that would be. It, it would be a good problem to have. And like I said, that's sort of the definition of a bridge deal. Players are betting on themselves, um, and management is also sort of saying, like, Worst case scenario, financially, this player turns into something really special, and we have to pay him. Or best case scenario, they don't really pan out, and we didn't take a risk by giving them a bridge deal. So,
0: right, Missouri's the show me state, so that's what we're right, all about. Right, exactly. A good problem
1: to have. Um, speaking of showing me uh, and showing the world, uh, there's a new NHL game coming out in a couple months. NHL uh, the, me, show. What was the f- NHL, yeah, I wish. <laughs> uh, maybe it actually be a little, kind of good.
0: Uh, tell me, what's the first? uh nhl video game that you remember playing oh my god nhl hits bro way back that game was so i still play that game sometimes my buddies and i ran like a tournament it was like round robin kind of thing and we were we'd run like bets right so this is actually we're gonna get into a story time here for a second because this is this is fresh out of my memory so it was like my senior year of high school and we're all in my buddy's basement and like midnight right and so we're like let's do an nhl hits tournament round robin whatever and so i'm killing it right like i'm just smoking these cats every game but the bet was whoever comes last in the round robin uh has to strip down to their boxers and sprint uh like a certain distance outside and it was like december or something stupid so it was like it had to have been like 15 degrees out and so every time we did like the round robin tournament or whatever the distance got longer and longer And obviously as we're playing, it's getting um, later and later. So we're playing like all the way through the night and I finally lose (laughs) in the last game. So I have to run like a block to like an electric box, (laughs) take a picture with the electric box because they wanted to know that I made it there without having to go outside. Yeah. And then I had to take my socks off and run in the grass because the grass was frozen. So it was like blades cutting into my feet. So I ran all the way there. Oh, oh, by the way, by the time this was happening, it was like 5 a.m. So the sun's out. It's morning now. (laughs) It's not pitch black. So I'm booking it all the way down there.
1: People are like leaving for work. Yeah. Yeah, Grumpy middle-aged fathers with their morning coffee, getting the papers, seeing your... Yeah,
0: I only passed one minivan. To be fair, so that was good, but I'm sure I scarred that family forever. Booked it all the way down there, took a selfie with it. I still have the photo, so I'll post it on Twitter if you guys want. You better. Uh, I, you better. I ran all the way back, and they were like, wow, I honestly can't believe you did that, like all that stuff. And then um, I don't really know what happened. I think my body went into shock afterwards, but I just started throwing up in the bathroom, and that was probably one of the fondest memories I have of playing hockey video games with my buddies in high school
1: well i'll tell you what that is certainly not the story that i was expecting when i uh when i brought up that question i had to Um, share yeah but i'm glad you did um you know my my earliest memory is nhl 09 my grandfather got it for me and i will say that um not much has changed (laughs) unfortunately and that's sort of what i'm expecting out of the new um new nhl game as well if any of you guys play um out there i have the i have a new ps5 so i've been looking forward to the the next gen update but i don't think that it's going to be anything too too special unfortunately i though. am glad
0: they added the frostbite engine because people have been asking for that forever and it's just going to make the players look more realistic but at the same time i did see a tweet today i think you saw it too josh that the side-by-side of uh, nhl like 2014 so nhl 14 and then nhl 22 and they look extremely identical like there's you can't notice very many differences and so for like you said for the next gen consoles to come out and all of these things and uh all the progressions that we've gone through in technology and graphics and what have you for them to look so similar still is disappointing in my opinion
1: agreed without a doubt um but like you said they do have a new engine and hopefully that helps but if you well maybe don't need a new engine but if you need some new car parts you got to check out rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry when you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket? You can save time and money when using Rock Auto, so why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store rockauto.com prices are always reliably low for every single customer they have everything you could need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so go explore their easy to use website today find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us? box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Before we jump into the last segment of today's episode, got to tell you guys about Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the classic flavors, well you got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies and cream, and german chocolate. Oh my goodness, there's so many options. If you haven't tried all the flavors you can get yourself a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine classics. So check out the macros on these Built Bars because not only are they tasty, but they're healthy. Each bar, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein. You're getting calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only about four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team that just kicks some butt at the Olympics. So definitely go support them. Grab yourself a built bar by going to built.com and using promo code lock 15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK 15 for 15% off at built.com. And Tommy, I know it's been a fun episode. I know we've, we've talked about some light topics, but I do think it is important that we get into the Jaden Schwartz story. We'll talk about it at least a little bit. Um, obviously everyone, or for those of you who don't know, Jaden Schwartz's father passed away recently. Um, I believe a little bit before, the start of last season. Um and an article came out recently where Jaden Schwartz basically said that he didn't even know if he was gonna have the mental wherewithal to return to play to come out and play for the St. Louis Blues and that he just really wasn't in a good mental space all season. Um and obviously that's understandable, but you know, looking back and talking about uh the the way that Jaden Schwartz's game was lacking this season, the episodes that we've discussed that, it really kind of makes a lot of sense coming together. Um, With that article, it really seems to hit the nail on the head of the ways that we were describing his play this year. And I think it goes back to the theme that we always talk about, that at the end of the day, these guys are human beings, and it's unfortunately all too easy to forget that.
0: Something that gets lost in that conversation, too, is even just outside of the topic of these guys are human beings, because they are, and they do have feelings, but I feel like so much of sports is mental, and I feel like we've seen a perfect example of that in Ryan O'Reilly and the way that he trains putting himself essentially through hell and trying to train his mind as well as uh, his physical body and the work that he puts in after practice uh, to extend kind of an olive branch to the younger guys and pass on his knowledge. I do think that The mental side of sports is, even if we're not talking about mental health, we're just talking about the way you approach a game, the way you prepare for a game, the way you kind of clear your mind when you're playing sports. I know when I was growing up playing baseball, that was one of the biggest things coaches said is go up there and don't think about anything. Uh, Just think about your body and like your body recognition and uh, figuring out how to hit the baseball. And I feel like if you're Jaden Schwartz trying to play a hockey game with a clear mind, with all of that going on, I can't even imagine how difficult that must be, especially at the NHL level and especially having to spotlight on you and being one of the main guys and core players of the St. Louis Blues, like you're expected to basically fight through adversity and be one of those guys that is picking up their teammates, making sure that everybody else is okay while you're dealing with your own internal struggles. I don't envy that position at all. And I think all things considered, Jaden Schwartz did a fantastic job with it. Maybe the points didn't tally the way that he would like them to, but uh, he's still a hell of a hockey player and a hell of a human being, in my opinion. And I absolutely expect him to bounce back with Seattle. Being closer to his family should help a ton. Honestly, If I were going to project it right now, I'd say he probably gets 15 goals for the Kraken, 25 assists, like 40 points, not too shabby. I I
1: think you're selling him a little short even. I think Jaden Schwartz could be like a a 50, 60 point player, especially with the way that he's going to feature in that offense. Um, But yeah, I think it's really easy to forget, you know, the, the things that these guys are battling with, not just the guys that have stories published in the media about, you know, losing a loved one. I'm sure that, these guys have internal struggles every single day that we don't hear about um and jaden schwartz is being so public i'm sure just only makes it worse having that sort of i you know i'm sure we didn't see it but i'm sure he faced at least one reporter question that was you know in poor taste or or had, had some painful reminders in the locker room after the game one way or another so it, it, there's so much of a mental uh, aspect that goes into it like you said tommy that really just goes beyond what we can cover, you know, as if you want to call us journalists covering the game when we do our podcast, like we can speculate as much as we can, but there's so much more that goes on to it. And not just with Jaden Schwartz, with other players as well, um, dealing with similar situations that just are, they're fortunate enough to not have to share with the media and not have to share with the fans and sort of are able to maintain that privacy. So for Jaden Schwartz to not only put on that, that brave face and deal with it mentally, but also just knowing that reporters know fans know people like you and i that cover the the games and the team know and it, it just makes it all that much more tough to have to not only you know convince yourself that everything is okay but also convince fans and reporters and like i said all that that everything is okay so it takes a lot of strength and i wish nothing but the best for Jaden schwartz i really hope that he can bounce back with seattle and prove that he's a dang good hockey player because he is he knows how we know how important he was to this team one of the most important players in that cup run, especially in the Winnipeg series. So love the guy really hope that he's able to find success in Seattle, but Tommy,
0: I think that's all we got time for. You got anything else you want to add? Yeah. My closing thoughts uh, talking about the playoff warrior, that is Jaden Schwartz. I would just want to say that one of the things that I love about St. Louis and St. Louis sports fans is that even when the teams decide to move on from players, we kind of saw it with Vince Dunn. There was kind of a divide between people who liked the way that Vince Dunn played and people who didn't particularly enjoy the way that he played here in St. Louis, but as soon as he moved on uh, and the Kraken selected him, there were droves of social media posts uh, wishing him luck and uh, all of those things. So I know that will be extended, probably twofold for Jaden Schwartz, a guy who had been with the organization for so long and, like you said, meant so much in the Stanley Cup run and the time before then and the time after uh, as a leader on this on the core for this team. So uh, I know. Blues fans will be joining us, Josh, and rooting Jaden Schwartz on in Seattle, as well as Vince Dunn. Uh, But I think he'll have the city of Seattle behind him 100%, but he'll also have the city of St. Louis behind him 100%. So it's going to be a big year for him. I can't wait to watch it. Absolutely, and we'll have it all covered for you here on the Locked On Blues podcast. Remember, we're doing
1: 12 episodes this month, but we are going to be pumping out a lot of episodes near the end of august here so make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button to stay tuned for that and then we're getting back to five days a week in late september so a lot more episodes coming out for you in september as well so again hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on make sure you follow us on instagram twitter tiktok and facebook youtube tbd coming shortly so stay tuned for that make sure you follow me on twitter at josh hammond nhl Follow Tommy on Twitter at Twelcher15. And again, follow us on all those platforms at Lockdown Blues. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go, blues.